Welcome to the Roots Report. My name is Patrick. And I'm Major. And Tim's gone today. What? Where's so, Tim? He's probably off researching, <laughs> trying to find that next yeah, great knows. stock on the Canadian exchange or something. Most likely. That would be my guess. Or just slugging down some maple syrup somewhere. Uh, I was like, he's going to say maple syrup or he's going to say Labatt. Which stereotype is he going to go with here? Uh, <laughs> well, while Tim's off enjoying his Labatt blue with a little bit of... Uh, What'd you say, molasses? Yeah, that's right, molasses. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, that's Canadian molasses. Canadian molasses. That's a running joke. You have to go back and listen to all the other podcasts uh, for that At joke to be really times. funny. But I highly recommend it. I think it's totally worth it. Um, Tim, or Tim's not here. Uh, Patrick, what are we gonna talk about today? Yeah, well, today I'd like to talk about uh, <clears throat> oil and gas. As everybody knows, it's always on our mind. I think near me, it's almost five dollars a gallon. <laughs> Kramer said that the bear market is over, so obviously we're all doomed. Run for the hills. Yeah, there's a big worry of food shortages this year after. So, you know, this summer will be interesting into August uh, as we find out exactly how much shortage we're talking about. Uh, and we'll go over earnings and our classic rip it or dip it. Wait, so if I have a hot girl summer, it's most likely because uh, 30% of my wheat is gone from my diet. Right. Yeah, you could do that because you're not going to have enough food to eat. So, I mean, it's a good time to fast. Or or not. I mean, you might want to prepare. Yeah. Maybe it's time for a big bear winter. Should I do some some, some prepping? Some fat. Should I do some prepping? I'm, not, I'm usually, like, anti-prepping. One, because I believe in the supply chain. Like, if everyone just bought toilet paper regularly, we'd never run out. It's massive panic sell, uh, buying, but maybe. <laughs> well, I think people do buy it regularly, but then they also just panic. They're not gonna want. Well, I, I, I hope they're buying it regularly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe I'll start adding a couple more cans to my cart every week and just slowly accumulate, like dollar cost averaging, for my for my canned goods. Yeah, you know, it's actually a funny thing. Um, I used to have a buddy who was Mormon. The part of their thing is like always being prepared for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was a really good idea. It's genius. And mostly because I think, uh, you know, I want to be prepared not just to help myself, but also to be able to help others. Yeah. And that's what so, they're there for. Like, you're not going to have to yeah. go on like crazy uh, apocalyptic, like movie situation where you have to like bring to their house. Like, no, like, dude, there's, there's the majority of them are really nice. Like, they'll give you food. They've got a couple yeah. of years worth of it. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting, interesting part of their religion. But hey, in this situation, you think they probably you think they out. know something we don't? You know, they're they uh, they're storing all that DNA uh, and ancestry stuff in that uh, giant mountain vault they've got. Are they? Yeah. Have, <laughs> Are you, they? have you not heard about this? Well, this isn't a conspiracy theory podcast, so we're not going to talk about it. But you should Google yeah, it. Yeah, that's our next podcast. I mean, so for the record, it's not a conspiracy theory. This vault does exist. It's the reason why they're collecting all this DNA. That's the conspiracy theories. Mm. But uh, so anyway, to move yeah, on to so. it, let's talk about uh, <laughs> uh, oil or what? Yeah, yeah, uh, oil and it. gas. You messed it up. I did because I felt like instead of maybe briefly talking about it, we were just going to jump right into it. But like, Finn, cut this part out. Finn, maybe cut this part out. <laughs> no, no, that was kind of good. That was kind of good dialogue. Finn, move <laughs> that section somewhere else into the podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, th- I was confused because I was going to do food last. Yeah, yeah, uh, me too. That's why I moved it up because we were talking about it too much. That was, that's my fault. So for oil this week, we saw an agreement between the U.S. and EU. They're looking 
uh, to cut around 10% of their reliance on gas from Russia and instead get it from America. Uh, the EU also is making moves to uh, be completely independent from Russian fossil fuels by 2030. This is all due to a agreement that they made in Brussels this weekend. Yep. Now, this was a little bit shy of what you know uh, we really wanted, right? It would be really great if the EU could completely cut itself off from uh, Russian energy now, because that's right. how they fund their wars. That's how they make all their money. Uh, they're an energy state. But... 40% of Germany's natural gas comes directly from Europe. And with the current sanctions and the current cuts they've already made to Russian energy, like I think the Germans are looking at over 20% inflation right now. Mm-hmm. Like 8% is really bad here in the States, but 20% is obnoxiously terrible, especially for, yeah. you know, like a company or a company, a country like Germany. Uh, so I get it. And I think it's really great that America is stepping up to help with the natural gas. Lord knows we've got all the natural gas over here. Uh, we just need to, yeah. you know, become a little more energy independent like we used to be and then try to supply it. Because, like, it's quickly turning into a fact that, like, this is a national security issue at this point. Mm, yeah, I think that's a big reason why the EU is making this move. Not so much. I mean, it's not going to affect the war in Ukraine so much because it's going to take, you know, a decade, another eight years. But yeah. They want to make sure that they're not dependent on them for any future conflict. Yeah, which I think is is fantastic. Um, You're right. And optimistic. I hope by the end of all, I hope by the end of 2030 that Russia, you know, is still a country. I hope it doesn't end that badly. I think uh, by the end of 2030, Germany's making plans to be all renewables, so just no fossil fuels in general. Right. Until then, uh, with the the. 10% that you were just talking about, I think that's going to bring Russia, uh, Germans' dependency down to 24%. So that's pretty, yeah. that's better, better than 40%. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so it's an important move. Uh, and I, I did look at the gas. It wasn't too crazy. I think it was sitting at 112 at the close. But uh, we haven't been seeing that at the pump, at least not here in Atlanta. No, uh, no one has. Uh, although gas prices are going down slightly, uh, I'm sure that's going to change over the weekend and into the next week as oil prices right. like come back and, and rise back up again. Uh, I've been playing a lot yeah. of Gush, J, uh, J, G-U-S-H, um, some, some Oxy as well. So that's pretty nice. If you're looking for like more investing, I know Chevron's got a great, great dividend. Um, but I really like the natural gas play with a company like, like CF Industries, for instance. I've been doing a lot of right, that. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, U.S. gas or U.S. Natural gas production or producers are going to definitely make some money off this deal. And it might not to be too late to get in, unlike, uh, you know, maybe Exxon. Um, I think everybody knows that they're going to be posting record uh, quarter sales yeah. profits because of this. And most likely profit margins. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... I mean, it has gone up a lot, oil, but it's not, like, so much higher than it was even, like, before the pandemic, so... These gas prices are a bit unwarranted, I think. I uh, agree, and I'm sure but, the listeners do but, too. You know, they're making a lot of, a lot of money, so it'll be a good, good term for uh, <clears throat> Exxon and other gas producers. Now, sure. do you think it's time for bulls to make a lot of money? Kramer's over here saying that the bear market uh, is over. Do you think it's safe to you get know, back in the water? Asked me yesterday, and I would have said yeah, because I've been saying that you know tech. Has been just absolutely punished. Just hammered. Over the last few months. I, I like, if you've seen, you can look at just ETFs to see the general indiscriminate uh, state of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, like uh, Ark K. Um, well, that, may, I mean, that might deserve Everybody it. knows that Ark's been following. Yeah. <laughs> that, that might deserve but it. The point is, is that they're, they're a collection of tech stocks, right? Yes, yes. Um, and they're not the only ones, if you look at CRISPR. Or, or, or even QQQ. Any other. Right? You can do more conventional yeah. technology. Sure. Um, <clears throat> they've fallen, a lot of them have fallen almost like 50% from their highs. Yeah. Um, however, the fact that Kramer is now saying it really puts me in some concern. I'm not going to lie. So, although I love me some Jimmy Chill, uh, <laughs> and I will admit part of the love I have for Jimmy Chill, because I don't follow any of his plays, so I do love it when, like, he says to buy Netflix at 600 and it goes to 400. Like, that sucks for everyone who's, like, listening to, to Jim Kramer. But on the sideline, that's hilarious. Uh, and it's also kind of kind of refreshing, right? Uh, it's really, I think, important. Like, we give Jim Cramer a bunch of crap. Uh, and we give Kathy Wood a bunch of crap. You know, because they're, they're public people. But, you know, we've all invested in growth at the wrong time. We've all made a bad trade. We've all thought Netflix's earnings was going to be positive and it was negative. We've all been there, haven't we? Mm-hmm. So, although I don't love his picks, I do think he has a great amount of resources and uh, helping him buy, right? Helping him decide when to buy. Usually, when when Jim's like, uh, he's got this, I don't know, this S and P oscillator RSI value or whatever um, that he really likes, and when he goes to negative seven, he tells everyone to buy. And so, if it's at negative seven, I'd probably listen to him. He seems to be pretty right, at least for a day or two. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, Friday I mean... was uh, we gave a lot of profits back, right? A lot of growth, a lot of Chinese. Well, went down. I, yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense on a Friday that with uh, a couple green weeks. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, they want to take prop, take money out. You know, S and P had it safe over the weekend. S and P five hundred, especially had its second uh, winning week in a row. So, Woo-woo. yeah, all right, positive change. I get, I get the profit taking. Uh, yeah, and especially with things as uncertain as they are now with the wars and everything. So, uh, I don't think there's any surprise there. They might have also heard that Kramer said the. Uh, bear market was over and i mean if that doesn't shake your jimmies i don't know what will um but another thing and i think probably the only legitimate concern right now for something that might change significantly is that we are currently facing a massive food shortage potential uh for this year's harvest so if you don't yeah huge if you don't know already ukraine is like eu's or Europe's, like, breadbasket. And they're currently being invaded right in the middle of planting season. Um, they produce about 12% of its calories. Of the world's calories. And yeah. this wheat, yeah, absolutely incredible. And so if this doesn't get planted, this is bad. Because if it doesn't get planted, it doesn't get harvested next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know President uh, French, French President Macron uh, has warned the world of a famine in eight uh yeah in a possible up to 18 months like not good when world leaders are like warning of famines and especially ones that are like over a year out like that means we have no way to fix this in a timely manner right like there's, right. there's no america who can just you know instead of like helping out with gas or whatever we start helping out with wheat unless we yeah, can i mean we do we stop we, feeding we do, uh we, cows we do uh have yeah we do have a lot of uh reserves and we do produce a lot of food but I don't know if we produce enough to feed ourselves and then also 12% of the calories of the world. Well, I don't know. I feel like if you stop throwing out... More than usual. If you stop throwing out those Dunkin' Donuts at the end of every shift, we probably could. Okay, well, obviously Americans are going to stop 
throwing out Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, you have to overproduce so that you know you can be just absolutely stuffed to the gills with donuts. That's, that's kind of the American way. I heard the most interesting fact uh, this week that I did not bother to fact check. So I do not know if this is correct or not. Uh, and I don't even know how I would really fact check this. Uh, but he said, the man said it with a British accent on the YouTube video I was watching. So it had to be oh, true. Well, then, it's got to be true, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. But he was talking about um, grocery store logistics. And he said that all it takes is a store to be out of something three times for that grocery store to lose that customer. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of right. Like, if I go to the store three times and they're, they're out of the same thing, I'm not going back. Yeah. And I'm not making two no, trips. I'd be, I'd be like, I'm going somewhere else. I'd be like, oh, I guess they just don't have this thing. You know, I'm not even going to be like, fuck this. Yeah. That's true. We are very spoiled. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't do that either. And the thing, though, also is it's not just Ukraine. So it's also a worldwide fertilizer shortage. Um, Obviously, due to supply chain issues and other things, right? We just don't have enough fertilizer. Um, and there's also heavy rains in Brazil, which are potentially going to cause problems for their soybean harvest and quality of soybeans. Ugh, I've been talking about soybeans all year. I'd really like to not be right about this one. Uh, <laughs> but you're right; it's not just Ukraine. Would you would you go long in fertilizer right now? Or would you... Heck yeah, baby. I don't Actually, I haven't looked at the charts. I don't know if it's already been priced in. Yeah, I mean, it could be priced in, but I don't think I don't think anything's truly priced in yet. At least on the positive well, side. Well, nothing's, nothing's priced in until it's priced in. But, right. And you won't know about it until after it's priced in. Yeah. Gotta hate the market. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't... <laughs> Stock sucks so much sometimes. It, it wouldn't... It, even if it's gone up, like, a significant amount, it might not be worth the risk right once it's already like it's already so you know, inflated just the, might the potential the boat. yeah the possibility of it going up it's not as good i gotcha i gotcha well the returns for that when i find some more fertilizer stocks i'm gonna talk about them in the discord uh so if you have any stocks that you want to talk about in the discord as well uh feel free to sign up it's free link in the description below uh while you're down there make sure to like and share this podcast do you Patrick, want to recap last week's episode of Rip It or Dip It? Hey, I'd love to. I wasn't here for it. So. You weren't. So uh, Joe made so your your choices for you. And he did pretty well. He kept up with uh, yeah, Tim. it looks like, yeah. Actually, it looks like he just copied Tim's answers, which I think is a very strategically smart strategy for second place when you're not the main competitor. Well, he did vary on Sundial, at least, so... Whenever they have their earnings, that'll be the deciding factor. Right. That's how we'll really be able to tell. But uh, let's go over. So American Gold and Silver Corporation. Um, I'm going to say you, but we all know it was Joe. Uh, you said rip. I said rip, and it ripped. Adobe, we all said ripped, and it dipped. It dipped hard. It gapped down. Yeah. Uh, I hate Adobe. Yeah. Me too. Just because, just I mean, just for personal reasons, not because they're a bad company. I just... They, they're annoying to me. Yeah, I just want Final Cut Pro 9 for free. It's been, it's only been my dream for a decade. <laughs> uh, Carnival Cruise. Tim said dip. You said dip. And I thought rip because I'm an idiot. It dipped. Uh, that one that one stings yeah. a little bit. Uh, and then Sundial uh, didn't have their earnings again. So check back next week and we will go over the earnings for <laughs> Sundial. Uh, but let's talk about 
this week we've got some pretty interesting choices now because it's my game show my world and i'm in last place right now tim's in first place uh we're just gonna go ahead and collect tim's answers as if he was here so tim what about love sack oh, okay patrick what about love sack rip or dip <laughs> uh you know i'm gonna say rip i'm gonna you're gonna say I love rip? some love sacks i'm gonna say yeah. i'm gonna say dip because okay. yeah because no i don't think that's great that great of a couch uh maybe have we've got that in one Yes, yes, I have. I have a knockoff one <laughs> as well. So well, that's why. Yeah. Well, I experienced the love sack, and then I was like, "This isn't worth the price," so I got a knockoff instead. Felt just as cheap, and the only difference was this one was cheap. What about Lululemon? What do you think? Rip or dip? Uh, I'm gonna say rip. I have not even looked at any of these yeah. charts. Uh no, yeah, I, I mean, no idea where the price is. Uh, let's see. How strong is the consumer? Would you say? I said rip. You said rip. Yeah. I'm going to say RIP, too. Nike had a phenomenal, phenomenal earning season. Uh, I'm going to say RIP as well. Now, what about Chewy? I'm going to go also RIP. People are lazy. Or, order. I don't think ordering online has changed any less. Hmm. But what about forward guidance? What about the supply chain? <laughs> Do people have more pets or less pets? I'm going to say that's yeah, probably going to be flat. I'm going to say dip. I think they have more pets. You know, you stay inside for... A year? You gotta get a pet? Did you hear uh, about that Bloomberg article um, telling mm. people to fight inflation by making more than $200,000 a year and eating beans? It blew up online. It's really not worth talking about. But one of the what? one of the awful what is, pieces of... So, the, the, yeah, this this pretentious <laughs> article just gives off this terrible advice on how to like, beat inflation. Like, stop eating meat and start eating beans because there's less inflation. Uh, you know, make over $200,000 so you'll be hurt less from inflation. And then one of them was That's like, uh, if your dog has cancer, let it die. Because uh, those those uh, treatments are too expensive. It was like a really, really heartless like what? op-ed. It was a very bizarre <laughs> op-ed. Do not know why Google or <laughs> Bloomberg published it. Uh, it's barely worth talking about. But it's a, it's if you go on Twitter, <laughs> they rip her apart. It's pretty great. Uh, yeah, I think... It's, that sounds like a, a like an auto-generated op-ed, you know, like an AI made that one. Uh, yeah, maybe an AI from seven years ago. I think the AI like <laughs> now is too intelligent. Is, it sucks. What? I mean, it's not like that good. I'm AI. Write, you like, can't even tell. Yeah, I passed the the troll. Oh, I passed the trolling. The, the Turing test. Yeah, the trolling test. The Turing test. <laughs> All right. What about BlackBerry? I'm gonna say uh, dip. I'm gonna say dip as I'm, well. It might rip. Return of the mean stock. Yeah. Who knows? So, but I'm going to say dip. If you're listening to this podcast and you've been paying attention to the markets this week, you're probably wondering why we're not talking about return of the meme stocks. Because I don't want to. I think this is uh, a possible collection of short squeezing, right? We had uh, two bullish weeks in a row putting some pressure on those who were probably rightfully short on GameStop. Uh, like their prices like almost doubled. It's in- incredible. But. Like you were talking about earlier, I, don't, I wouldn't get in now. No, yeah, and uh, I think I've talked about this before, is that I think it's a good time to invest, but I don't think it can be like it was, you know, 2020 where... You just buy anything. Um, yeah, it just anything will go up. Yeah, I think you got to be a lot more selective. I think the easier wins, right? Um, no, I mean, obviously it all depends on injury and exit, right? But go with the momentum, right? Go with your oil, your energies, yeah. your food products, right? 
um, maybe they trade a meme. Your fertilizer. Right, your fertilizers. Uh, China has shown a lot of interest in making sure that their stocks are well-supported in a foreign market. And then, you know, Baba put their money where their mouth is and, and upgraded their uh, buyback program, which is fantastic. Uh, I think up to $10, 10 billion, right, if that's the number. Maybe it's 25 about so many buybacks. So, that you know, why would they buy their own shares right before China is about to delist them from America? So that gives me a lot of confidence. They made some great runs over the last week or so, and then they gave a lot back Friday on some FUD. So I'm, I'm looking, keeping my eyes on them Monday. But sweet, Patrick, you have anything else for the podcast? Uh, no, I don't. I think that's it. I think we're good. Uh, I, I mean, if you enjoyed it, that'd be great. It just uh, don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, review. And if you do, we'll let you know when we have our next episode out. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, if they subscribe, uh, they'll get a notif- they can they can turn on the notification, so you'll always be up to date. Uh, and if you want some more real-time information, join our Discord. It'll be in the link down below. You can hit us up on Twitter at RootsResearch underscore. Uh, and we have a YouTube channel now where we upload every single uh, day. So you can go to YouTube. Well, and five Roots- days a week. Yeah. Oh, correct. Every single trading day. Every single market day. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty great. So go to Roots Research LLC, and you can get uh, check out what's going on in the markets every night. It's pretty great. What do we do now? See you guys next time. I don't know. Wait, There's Tim? no. We can't. We, how do we stop? Cue the outro. T- Tim's not. Wait, Tim, cue. Cue the outro. Someone call Tim to cue this outro for me. Somebody, come on. We'll just cut him. Come on. Come on. Come on. Thank you for listening to the Roots Report by Roots Research LLC. Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between hosts. This is not financial advice, as we are not financial advisors. Please be sure to share, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, and join our Discord. Links are in the description below. This has been the Roots Report, and stay rooted.